before we get into the next part, which we began the last minute of the year. So the good news is, as I had assumed, a few doctors wrote in and called in after the shear, said, Baruch Hashem, not only in New York, but in other places, they don't force anything, and they don't even have so many of these abortions happening in hospitals that have, unfortunately, special clinics for them. But in terms of the tr- training and the actual practice, it shouldn't be necessary. And kosher came for the people entering into the field per the email and the misconceptions uh, one should be getting out of it, and either it's or or possibly which but that's the least of it, and we'll get into that tonight. And Yitzchak Krakauer, who was, um, again, could have been this Yitzchak, but uh, he's the one who sent in the statistics, which a lot of people ask me for copies of. Uh, the statistics there were not surprising, unfortunately. But he says here there's a conscience protection for health care providers, which is a federal law, and Mamela, I guess the states are obligated. The only thing is that there are various amendments, and they said if you receive funds, then you can't force anybody or you'll forfeit the funds to get into trouble. The only problem there is if you don't receive funds, then it doesn't sound like you're bound by any of these. I'm not sure why they would do it like that, but everybody's probably receiving funds. So various forms of government programs and like hospitals and all these clinics. So you have the right to bow out in your professional practice and in your training. It shouldn't be any different. So that's the that's the good news. The copy you have in front of you is the two-page copy, a double-sided copy. With the Mechaber and Simon Shin Mem Zayin, we have here in the back. Let me give you an introduction to besides the case we had last night of the Akira Danocha, which we'll repeat. Introduction to what we're going to delve into, which we touched upon a few times early in the Sugya, because we have to define Chalav Danar, Treyav Danar. Again, if you just came or you didn't do Chazara since many months ago. So Chadav Denar is the same bank of the river, Trev Denar is two banks, the Nazis is on the island, and he calls out, he says, can you bring me some wine, and he needs you because you got a motorboat, and he's on the desert island. As we will get to, not tonight, the heter of when it's not Trev Denar, Trev Denar, he needs me, it's Lefneva Deresa, because I'm aiding and abetting. If you could do it without me, and I'm handing it to him anyway, so then there is a three-way machlekes. And before we get into the machlekes, the proviso you have to keep in mind is that not every case is so cut and dry, and often it's difficult for him to get it, but he could if he tries hard enough. If he travels, he spends money, he looks for it. But that doesn't automatically make it the Rabbanon. Drabanon is what we call Messiah Deve Avera is Lefneva Drabanon, the synonymous. It doesn't make it Drabanon because it's not a question of can he do it, it's really a question of will he do it. And that's what the Chazni says. If you convince him to do it, even though he has the cheeseburger access to it, or he has the wine, he's a Nazir, but he has wine in the fridge because the family drinks wine, and you convince him to drink it, that's Lefneva. I could have gotten the wine. No, why? But he wouldn't have. And many agree with that. that 
It's a very, very important svar. And even if you don't agree with the convincing aspect when he had easy access to it before you got there, if it's something that he wouldn't necessarily spend time and money researching to find out where to get it, and you just present it to him, even though technically he could get it, that's still Trey of the Naira, and that's Lefneva Deresa. And we're going to show you with the Achron and point that out later. For now, Lefneva Deresa is either he can't get it or he won't get it, or he wouldn't have thought of even looking for it, like the Hasnish. And now the Drabanon. So there are three possibilities. If you remember, we had a Tesis and Shabbos, Tesis and Avodazar. Is the Pshat that they made an Issa Drabanon? There's a number of possibilities, a number of Chakiras, which are very important before I show you the Mishabur, and then you'll see the godless of how, in a concise way, he weighs in on all these issues. Does it apply, Lifneva Drabanon, what we call Messiah de Averver? Does it apply to Yidin, who are basically from? Obviously, not that from if they're struggling with this, but they're not Mumarim, and they're not habitual Mezidim, and they're not Lahachis. They just do Averis once in a while, unfortunately. And you're enticing them, and therefore we blame that on you also. So even though he could get it, it's Chadavad and Ira, but for you to hand it to him is an Isdurabanon of Misayeya. That's one group of people. Why would there be an Isdurabanon of Misayeya? We'll get to in a moment. It's important to know the lumdus of it and the Nafkamina who it applies to. But one possibility applies to Yidin, who are basically from, more or less. The next possibility is it applies also to Goyim, even when they could do it themselves, as it is to do Abanam And the in between case, it applies to Mumarim, who are Jewish, or habitual Mezidim, possibly. Those are the three, three and a half possibilities. So before I remind you what those are, and who holds like that. Uh, this is the biggest and most important machlekes in all of Lefnever, the entire sugya, because you have to first figure out a deal with the race of Drabonim before you address the other shayas. We keep both. question is, uh, when is there Drabonim? And in today's day and age, most items, if you want to do an Issa with something, you're talking about a chesa, handing something a chesa shalissa. Unfortunately, most people can get whatever they want, wherever they want, whenever they want. Not always, but quite often. So it's more important now than it ever was because you'll say, that's great news. We've taken all the possible derises of Lefnever when he doesn't need me or my motorboat or me to fly to him and he can have a drone and deliver it by Amazon and, and get cult to Amazon also delivers soap and paper towels. But it's not only soap and paper towels. And he can get it without me. So everything's knocked down to a drabonon. That's great. Well, still lost him with Abanon, so that's not going to be very great. And the question is, are we talking about if it's still us or all Yidin or only people who struggle with it and basically keep it, but not a Mumer? And Mumer is a guy who either converted or just completely fry Machal Shas Vesiapi Karius. And then, of course, you could be sure, hopefully, at the end of the week or the beginning of next week, we're going to get back to revisiting the Tinnik Shanishba Shaila, which we get more information every time we visit it. It's not Chazar. And you'll see in light of what we're discussing. So the first Shaila is applied to only from Yidin, basically from Yidin, not Mumarim, maybe not Mezidim. I'll explain that soon. Or does it even apply to Gayim? Or does it apply to not category B or C, but only to from Yidin? What's the machleka? So there are tesis in, in various places that sound like it does apply to a mumer, it doesn't apply, it doesn't apply to a guy, it doesn't apply, remember the Isser to teach Torah to Gaim? So we had an Isser that they can't learn Torah because of 
learn out Torah and Adzai Mitzvahs, they're stealing, it's Geneva, Lechai Misa, or it's Namarasa, Marasha, Namarasa. So, Tosis asks, why do we need a second Pasuk, Mishpatim Bayidum, if we have a Yediyah, whatever the Drasha is, that they have an Isser themselves, Marasha Kilis Yagim. So, Tosis says that even if they could do it themselves, they get another guy to teach them, and the other guy doesn't have an Isser even on a guy. So even they have access to art scroll, they have access to their own, they can order Amazon, they can order whatever they want. They walk into a farm store, they don't check your yarmulke, or your bris, or anything else in between, and um, you buy it. No questions asked. So, Kamash Malan, Mishpatim Baidaum, you can't teach it anyway, even though they can get it themselves. In that place, this is Mashma, there wouldn't have been an Isser, otherwise, Midrabanam. So, what are the possible Sfaras before we see who the Sheetas are? So, you can learn it one of uh, two, three ways, maybe a hybrid of some of them. Would they make an Isidur Abbanon here of Misayeh, what we call the Fnevidur Abbanon, when he has access to it, doesn't need me. Would they make it Asr because the Gzeira Atu Lifnevidaresa, which is the way most of our work? Don't do it in this case, because next time you'll hand him a cheeseburger and he won't have access, you'll be able to erase it. That would make a lot of sense. That, that's the easier way to do it. Which case, if that's the shot, it should apply to from Yidin, not yet from Yidin, Mumarim, Goyim, we have an Issa, Daraisa, Levniva, and all of them. So that's the easy way, and that's the Bishan and Behold that applies to everybody. Just hold it's a Durabon and Atu the Daraisa. Because the mice is the same, giving him a cheeseburger, giving him a Malachai sandwich. So it happens to be he has access. So the Gemara says the Chilik is if he has access, it's only Durabon. Well, the Gemara just says there's no Issa, Daraisa. And those Bishanim say it's an Issa, Durabon. That's the easy way. Not everybody learns like that, and many learn that, you'll see from the way the Sharetzi and the Mishnah Bird describe it, it sounds almost like there's either a Marazayan Dikadin, or it has a bad ashpa on the person handing somebody a cheeseburger, or even a high sandwich, is not something that I would want you to do, even if it's not a Gzei or a Atu, uh, a Daraisa, it's just not very uh, Gishmak, and... Uh, if that were the case, maybe they'd ask it across the board for Gayim and Mumarim also, because you're giving a Heshesh temple on something. That's the second Sfar, which would also apply to all of them. So third Sfar, which gets a lot of uh, press and mileage, and that is, there's nothing to do with Lifnei Vidaresa. They make it Xeris, Atu Lifnei Vidaresa. If it's Travdan Ira and he can't get it without me, it's in his Daresa. If he can get it without me, he has nothing to do with Lifnei So why they ask it? They ask it, because one or the other or both. So I can't just hand something. I got to give him musur. I got to try to talk him out of it. Just hand him a cheeseburger. He can get it himself. Okay, that clears up the lifniva daraisa. But I'm handing him a cheeseburger. I'm giving Esther Stample. I'm not giving musur. I try giving musur, but then I'm giving in too easily. And Chazal, don't want you doing that. If that's the svara behind this iser then it would only apply to lachera from Yidin. There's no avers to gaim. It's lifniva. There's no avers to gaim. This is a very important chili. No arvis to Goyim, and there's arvis to from Yidin or Yidin who are struggling. And if you remember, in Hochaz Yom Kippurim, the Berlocha says that if a guy has a mummer or lahachis and he does averis and machal shahs fezi lahachis, there's no arvis. It's a mitzvah to be makar of him because you can get him in a better place. It's a mitzvah to but there's no arvis per se. So therefore, they're not going to make it as a dorabon if they hand it to him. That's a huge nafkamina for 90% of our lifnei vishaylas are going to be this scenario where you're talking about a guy 
who is either mummer or repeated mazid of leaving out the tinkshin nishpa part, which we'll get to, and so does it apply to them or not? Those are the options. Everybody follow the Chakira. We'll have an afkamina on who it applies to. Some of the lambdas fits into everybody. Some fit in only to from people or people who are trying to be from. Some will exclude Gayim. There's no Arvis to Gayim. But there is Arvis maybe to a Mumer. If it's not Lahachi, it's just Lateavan. The Be'er Lachas Mesupik, where there's Arvis over there. So we have four possibilities. Shtayim Shemar, bro, almost. And um, either everybody or just from Yidin, not Mumar and Gayim, or not Gayim and all Yidin. And you got to plug in his far, which we will now attempt to do over here. So this is extremely important for the for the nuts and bolts of the sugi. Yes? I, I, I didn't understand the last point. If, if there already is Arvus on any Yidin. So yeah. what do we need the extra That's a very good question, and the Sharetzin is going to Bishop Brewer and the Sharetzin are going to ask that question. So that's actually an excellent question. So give me, uh, give me a few minutes. I can answer the Bishop Brewer and Sharetzin. Don't say what I'm about to say. I, I think somebody would say it. There's always some. A lot of, lot of swarm. And Shtiklach uh, printed on this sugya. It's a big sugya. And it's very nagaya. I would say that sometimes, besides the hovering derises and chiyuvim of Arvis and taking care of people and trying to be a car for them and things like that. Those are all assays. So people have, and this we spoke about often, people have these built-in excuses which are all wrong. That miani, mani, and they, I don't know how to do it, and it's not nagea today, it's only passing and chumish, not nagea, all the things he spoke about which are not true. You just have to be more careful. Chazal did say we're not that good at it, but you got to try. So that's an assay. It's not so far-fetched in my mind that Chazal would make an official, tangible durabonon you are good at it, you're not good at it, giving Musa, not giving Musa, don't hand him a cheeseburger. <laughs> That's very practical on the ground. And Chazal might just say, well, it's a chiv so what's it, it's a Rabbana going to do? The answer is, they knew it worked. Then tell the guy it's a schooler for Panasa if you don't do it. So, it's, it's the Shai is not exactly going to say that, but I think that is a possibility over here. He doesn't answer that, so he doesn't like that answer. And he asked the question, he's going to give it a different answer with the big nafkamina. But that's a possibility before we get into the kasha. But it's a very good, it's the kasha you should be asking. So um, shows you're awake, which should be obvious, but maybe you sent in one of your pictures from your company. That's not really you, so, uh, you know. <laughs> so we can't, uh, so to right, you're really listening. So let's take a look at the Machaber again we described the case yesterday this is the first Mishnah Shabbos with the Shem Shem Arba the cases where you do Akira and and the other guy is not doing anything which case it should be Mutur Legamri you do anything it's not it is Durabonim since Durabonim if you do Akira without Anachah or vice versa and the scenario painted on the Mishnah is you have a guy outside a guy inside the Ani and the Balabais I was describing yesterday he takes the uh, clock he picks it up puts it through the window and he gives it to the guy, and the guy's hand is open. It's a smaller clock, and he puts it in the guy's hand. So the Gemara says that if the guy inside just standing here, and he did the Akira and the Anacha, the guy inside is mutter, he didn't do anything wrong. And Tate says, he didn't do anything wrong. He's aiding and abetting. Why doesn't he pull his hand away? That's at least Misayeya. And Tate says, even if the guy could have done it himself, this is the Rabbanon. This is the first place he's brought up. 
So now you have to say it's not a Hilchah Shabbos. Then the, the Gemara is just focused on what's Akira and Anacha. He didn't do anything on Akira and Anacha. There's a side thing that he shouldn't have been so cooperative and he should have given him Musr and whatever the reason for the Isidrabon is. That's the context of this Gemara and this Tesis. So let's see it inside. The Machaber first, and then we'll go to the Mishnah Brewer and you'll have enough information. Page one, again, Simon Shim Mem Zion. In Pasha Yada Lefnim, the Chavis Biyada Benichel Sech Yad Chaber Amid Lefnim. You gave it to him, or you took it out, but either way, the guy outside did the Akira and He did both. What's the Potter of Alasa here? Take a look at Zion now in the Mishnah Burra. We have enough information to at least begin. Potter of Alasa. So this Potter of Alasa, Gemara says, Mutter. Patavalasa is including Tesis that there's a side iser of Misayeya, which we call the Fneiver de Rabbanon. Lo Misham Iser Shabbos, Ella Shamashal Schaver, but he got the first word, it's one, two, three, four lines down the wide lines, the Mishabur. Shamashal Schaver, Vagayimla, Lahitzi, Chaifetz, Olach Nisai. You're holding your hand out, you're making it easier for him to have a place to either take it from or put it down. So if he couldn't do without you, first he reminds you, if you're lifting it up and he couldn't get to the ground, and you're lifting it up and he says, okay, take it now, and he couldn't do without you, that's Lefnevi clearly. If the guy could try harder and get it off the floor and hang through the window, to look over Lefnevi, means he could have done it without me, and it's Chadav and Anara. Mikamakam, but a little ches in the Sharetzim, which we're going to get to soon. Kamakam iser derabanan ika dafilo katan ayachan avelis based in Metzuvan Lafrisha. It's a quote from the Rush. The Rush brings an example. Why Shadows? Why he needs this example? He says even a katan ayachan avelis misses yet, but a katan ayachan avelis we pass can based in Metzuvan Lafrisha because of tinta manefesh and various other things. Kolshig and goldol shalaisayela shouldn't help a guy eat a cheeseburger or hand him shotness or any other avera. Why he needed a marshal from a cotton? Why did he just say it's a pasuk al chayat achir or arvus? Why he needed the marshal is there mahalchim, but not for now. Okay, now the first big question. Because now we know he paskins is an isad rabbanon like those reshinim questions. Who does it apply to? Ulamumer loves chavim also leishet gamkain. Now he says this is not well known. Now he says that even if the guy's a mumer and he uh, sounds like a mumer mezid lachis. You still can't handle the cheeseburger. I eat cheeseburgers all the time. Gamkain, Devar, Iser. If you hand him anything, it's Osser. Again, I keep saying cheeseburgers. Shotness, uh, device that's not filtered properly. I, I pick your uh, pick your Avera. Kamal Shai Yisrael. And he's a Yid, like any other Yid. So you can't hand it to him. For Osser. Now we're going to... Get back to that in a moment. Let me just finish up the Mishabur and then we'll, if we have time, go to Sharetzian. We're just going to open up many questions and we'll uh, continue to address them in the next couple days. And therefore, it's also to loan tools, say an electrics drill. It's a big machlekes in Peskim. Is there a shear if I do it like? A day, two, three, five, six days before Shabbos. Do we say like a lifne, lifne, that I have no shaykhis? This is a this is the number one shayla. I have a rental car agency. A guy shows up an hour before Shabbos. 
And he says, uh, you have anything? He says, uh, not much, but I'm closing soon. He says, I'll take whatever you have. What's the rush? He says, I'm driving now. I have a seven-hour drive ahead of me. He gives you the whole itinerary. He pulls out his credit card, Hyman Goldberg. And the Hyman Goldberg, this Hyman Goldberg is 99 years old, so it's not the present-day one who's unfortunately, the father might be Hyman Goldberg, the mother might be Mrs. Rodriguez. It's a real Hyman Goldberg. And then you notice his thick Brooklyn accent. He says, I really got to go. Yeah, yeah, I grew up in Brooklyn. I'm, I'm driving to Tennessee. It's an hour before Shabbos. So I, that's an extreme case, but the Mishnah is going to break it up now into a few different categories. Do you have a Talia? Talia means it could be tailored that maybe he's not using it on Shabbos. Well, this case doesn't have any Talia. Sometimes you have a Talia that's like 50 50, it makes sense, or very Mustapha, and you have a Talia that's very Shfer, but it's possible, and then you have no Talia. The case I just described, I can't say no Talia, it could be he's going to stop in his old buddy's house in the Bronx on the way out up the FDR and end up schmoozing with him for a day and a half and first go to Tennessee on Sunday. It's possible, but highly unlikely. So that's with giving him an electric drill, giving him a car. You have a neighbor ask you something and uh, he tells you before, he says, I, I work very hard. Now it's uh, tomorrow, Saturday. I got to fix the uh, leaders and gutters, uh, a real mess. I got to just make new drill holes and nail a thing in. It gives you the whole description, a six-hour job. And it's on uh, three minutes before Shabbos. And he's a neighbor. You want to do the neighborly thing of loaning him your drill. Or your lawnmower. And you know you hear that motor every single Saturday morning. Shabbos by us. And he tells you, yeah, that old clunker finally died. You have a lawnmower? No, and every neighbor comes to ask you. And this is the guy who's trying to be Makayev. And uh, every Yisukas, you bring him over for Abraminim. And Hanukkah, you bring him over for Lakas Neves. Notice the examples I'm picking, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Well, he's close enough. He's not going to drive. You invite him over for Shabbos. So he said, can I have your lawnmower? Mine just died. It's the only day a week I have. I got to do it today. You know, there are ordinance over here. Got to keep your grass trimmed. That doesn't look good for the neighbors. You tell him it's fine. This neighbor doesn't care. He said, I'm mowing my lawn. You have, I think. So there's a Dr. Shalom aspect over here. And the rent-a-car is a business aspect. So the Hefzid, he could sue you for discrimination against a non-Sabbath observer. So what are the choices? So again, first word lines lahashal. Also lahashal adam kli malacha im hu chasha las ben malacha b'shabes im lo sheish litzlo sheas ben malacha zet unless it's a tliya. My favorite tliya is a hammer. Why? Because everybody knows the hulchas muksa. That's the only example where a hammer is a pretty bad tool to be borrowing a minute before Shabbos. And the less you schmooze in the better, because if he tells you about all the things he's going to nail in all over the house to fix the leaders and the gutters and everything, then you don't have much of a tliya. But if you just hand it to him, he's probably going to use it for bad things. That's what hammers are used for. That's why it's a klishmach lister. Or he can use it for opening a coconut. You can open up walnuts also, but uh, your table's not really going to survive. Uh, it won't even survive with the coconut. Uh, I just remember the gears of the youngest. My father one time came home. I must have been seven years old, but I remember like, he was yesterday. Came over with a coconut out of Shabbos. Like the Anik Shabbos, something special. Walked in with a coconut. We're living in Brooklyn. Never saw a coconut. Uh, my mother, of course, this is a couple hours before Shabbos, and just walked in and said, What's that? It's a coconut. So, what are you doing with it? said, well, I figured we would have it for dessert on Shabbos. certainly unique. How do you open them? He says, well, I need a hammer and a screwdriver. My mother was leaving the Hochaz Muxa to him. She's worried about her counter and all the milk all over the place. 
Uh, it's, could you ever have the experience? It was quite an experience. Left in the devil, but I never touched a coconut since because it was quite a mess. But um, tasted interesting. You need a hammer. Somebody told me if you go on vacation to places, uh, I wouldn't necessarily go on vacation, and they have a professional there and he's holding a machete and he'll open it for you and carve it for you in about 30 seconds. My father doesn't carry a machete and does not open them, apparently. I'm just told, get a hammer, and it's good. So you're cracking like this. So it's a Klishmata Lisser. He tried to open it before shop. He said, well, why come on to the Heter? It's fresher. Um, a lot of interesting gooey liquid in there, in case when you finally open it, just be careful. And um, this neighbor's coming to borrow the hammer, and you're making a tulia. Maybe he's using it to open up a coconut. Maybe, yeah, but probably not. So in terms of categories of tulia, this is the lesser category where it's highly unlikely but for Dr. Shalom and for Hefzid if you're selling cars or if you're trying to keep Shalom with the neighbors and he's an excitable guy so maybe but Mishabura starts off noticing that if you have a Talia and the hammer's a great example there's a 98% chance he's using it to nail things in which is also on Shabbos there's a 2% chance that he's opening up a coconut so Dafka Bedavra Hamatsu personalized Hamatsu a talia has to be something that is normal, doesn't it? Fifty percent, but it has to be mistaber. Of the im amalachas hetzer ain't matzi lasses like a coconut hammer scenario, ain't tolimba im loy b'nei dakeshalom. Dakeshalom, and I would add hefsid could be sued the car rental place. All those cases, if you have some talia, it's okay, and maybe if you have a very excitable neighbor, the hammer case would be okay. But don't ask him what he's doing with it because if he tells you what he's doing and he doesn't have a coconut, then you have no talia. That would be the heter so far to rent a car to somebody who's clearly Jewish and clearly going to drive it. If there's some tali, he might stop off and maybe he won't go right away, even though he's sort of claiming that he will. It's a weak tali at best. That's step number one. Look at the brackets. He says, Mem Aleph, Mangan Avram. Mangan Avram clearly holds that the Isidra Banan of Misayeya applies to a mummer, a friar person as well. I'm going to sh- remind you later of the Shach and the Dog Mavava who are Mekel on the Shaila, but the Mishaburah Paskins like the Magad Avram. There's some who tiny, there's no Machlekes, and everybody agrees that on some level it doesn't apply to them. The way it's brought down over here sounds like it's a problem, and we'll see when we get to the Shach how to compare it. Right, Kasav, next step. You can't serve a guy an Aver Menachai sandwich. So Lifniver the race for the base from a year to a guy. If it's only an Isidra Bonon, most posts can say there's no Isidra Bonon to say yeah when it comes to a guy. Why is that? So we explained this far would be it's based on Arvis, there's no Arvis from a year to a guy. Most posts can hold like that, notable exception of the Gra, which the Mishabu is gonna say. Get himself lucky but the holds that we should paskin that the Isadorbanon of Misayeya applies across the board Ganyim, Frayin and Yidin. So what will be this far? applies to Ganyim. So then these two are part of times. That's a big machlai, because make her a din. The Mishra is passing the hakal. If the guy can get it somewhere else, there's no lifnever. But he does say that there are chanim who agree with the guy. Chaim Yosef. 
Okay, so the Mishabur so far, Paskin, there is an Isdua Bonon of Lifnehiver, meaning it's Chad Abdanara, even by a Mumer, a Frayidin. There's no Isa by Gayim according to many Paskin, the Gra and the Biki Yasef disagree, and they say it even applies to Gayim. Then, the Mishabur in the last line mentions something else, and this gives you, the reason he's putting this here is because this gives you an idea of what he holds this far over here, is it's not just necessarily Din and Arvis. It's a din, even if there's no iris for a mummer. What's shot in the Mangad of Ram? Chazal don't want you giving a hechshash temple. They don't want you watching people do averis, not good for you in a shamba, or handing people a chazash alaveri, even though he's going to do it anyway and he has access to it. And they also don't want you giving a hechshash temple. The optics aren't good at all. This next thing is in a similar vein. If you walk in the street, you're walking by your neighbor. You see a guy hammering in his gutters and leaders or building his shed. The nice thing to do for a neighbor is you say, Sam, we hope it works. Driving the nails, but good. And have a wonderful day, but wish him haslacha on the job. Nice thing to do. He can even give such a nice bracha to a guy, to an akum. If you remember, Bayaz was machadish. You should even use Shem Hashem when it comes to Yidin. That's going to come up next Sunday, I think, in the Navishir where that came from and who Bayez was and when he lived. That's what we just started. Uh, that's going to take us a week or two. But there is such an thing. He just improved it. He said, bring Shem Hashem into it and greet people with Shem Hashem. Certainly for Yidin and maybe even for Goyim. If a guy is involved in an Isser and you walk by, like your neighbor who borrowed the hammer and unfortunately he's not opening up his coconut and you see him the next day banging the gutters and leaders or revving up his lawnmower. So you say, uh, okay, Sam, um, have a good Shabbos. That would be apropos. He should realize the Shabbos, maybe feel a little guilty and maybe investigate it more or feel good about Shabbos, you know, the cure of moment, have a good Shabbos. And the next step, if it was Tuesday, would have been, and have a great lawn mowing session or whatever you say to a guy who's mowing his lawn. I don't know what you say to them because the people I see don't necessarily understand the language talking, so I wouldn't know what to say, but you say, have a good one, but you want to say something about what they're doing. So we appreciate your hard work. You can't give him a shakayach and make him feel good about what he's doing on Shabbos if he's doing chil Shabbos, because it's a hechsher temple. You're not handing it to him. He has, <laughs> it's his lawnmower, not when you loan it to him. And that's what he says in the next line. You can give him a nice warm hello, tislach melach, tacha filo galilim, but not while he's bowing down. He happens to be in a bit of a bazaar. But if a person's involved in Avera, you're not allowed to say anything that smacks of encouragement or satisfaction with what he's doing. And there were many, many known stories with Gedalim who were very happy to give brachas to anybody of every stripe, every walk of life, from, not yet from, but there were stories where they came and they asked for a bracha for Shalom Bayas, which is a wonderful bracha to give somebody. But if they're not from and they stay together, they might be doing more Averis. You can give a bracha to come from and then I wish you Shalom Bayas, but that doesn't go over very well. But I shouldn't have Shalom Bayas if I'm not from. You should. You should both go together and become from. But focus on whether the marriage is legitimate and the Averis occurs all the time. Chavaz Chaim was well known before the war. It was so bad. 
that apparently more than 50% of the people were kamat uh, guaranteed statistically that they weren't going to be from. And people who are childless, Leilena, would beg the Chavaz Chaim for brachas and he wouldn't give them brachas. And they beg a beg and says, I should give you a bracha, you should have a child, you should become a Bundist, a communist. That's how bad things were. Statistically, that's not true today, Baruch Hashem. Not because we're better, because Hashem had rachmim on us. It's much better. There are people in Nebuch who will go off, but the numbers are exponentially higher, Baruch Hashem. In time of Chavis, he wouldn't give him a bracha. I'm, I'm doing you a disservice, Lef Neiver. I'm giving you a bad, I'm giving you advice to try to have kids. I'm trying to help it along. The kids, I, I should create the next uh, Trotsky. What for? What? So Chizkiah didn't get married. Here, the Chavaz Chaim is telling them, you're married. Hashem held back the kid. Maybe that's good. I should try to beg Hashem to undo that. It's a very different. He didn't get married because the kid was coming out. was even worse than him. Yeah, but he didn't get married. He to get married and try. Here they're trying. Now they're at the Chavaz Chaim to give an extra bracha that you have a kid. The Chavaz Chaim said, I'm not interested. Why should I be? I'm trying to help you, not hurt you. A big difference. It, that was a time in history. This, the statistics were against you. That wasn't true 200 years ago, and that's not true now. That was an aberration. It's a scary thing. There were plenty of people who grew up from, but there were more going the other direction. Happens to be, besides that, the Chafetz Chaim's Buruch HaKadosh doesn't mean it's not worth it to have them for a while, but uh, within, a, within a decade and a half, everybody would be in uh, direct Sakana and most wouldn't survive. But that, that wasn't part of the story. It was based on the fact that uh, they were losing too many. Don't cut and paste that story and make your own extrapolation. The point is, Chafetz Chaim says, if you're people asking for brachas, uh, it has to be good for them. And if you're giving a bracha that encourages a lifestyle that's going to be going in the wrong direction, you shouldn't be giving them a bracha. Chavaz Chaim was talking to from people who wanted. He was just worried about the outcome, which was uh, certainly the particular situation in those uh, years. Uh, the Sharetzian's question, Levi, which is your question, uh, Mitzvah we will pick up uh, first thing tomorrow night. Mitzvah